Hello and welcome back to Stop and Go F1 for this, our coverage of the Las Vegas qualifying, which is actually qualifying for the 1,100th ever official F1 race. There you go. Big numbers, big business, big qualifying in big Vegas. Right, so uh, make sure you like and subscribe for great quality content just like that. Uh, before we get into qualifying, Stroll has been given a five-place grid penalty. This is due to overtaking under yellow flags during FP3. Uh, but we head into uh, Q1 and we start off with something that at the time seemed like maybe a blip but would turn out to be one of the biggest stories of the entire qualifying session and that's that some of the lower teams are actually very good here because Sargent and Magnussen are able to go third and fourth um, in the Williams and the Haas on their initial uh, laps further up the Constructors' Championship, Sergio Perez is blocking Lando Norris. Now, for me, this is a straight penalty there. Um, I don't know what they're going to give. Maybe a five-place penalty for Sergio Perez. And, to be honest, that's something that he definitely does not need this weekend because it has not gone well for him. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there's no getting around that. He definitely did block him. Uh, both Ferraris, though, are just... On it. You may remember a couple of weeks ago in Mexico where Ferrari locked out the front row and they were kind of nowhere all day and then in the last dying moments they kind of came alive and locked out the front row. Not this weekend. They are on it from the start. They are just completely just nailing in fast lap after fast lap after fast lap. The Ferrari is incredible here uh, this weekend. We get a brief return of one of our great friends, Track Limits. Yuki, Russell and Norris all get lap times deleted due to Track Limits. Russell actually gets two lap times deleted due to Track Limits. But I don't actually think that they were fast times. I think what happened here is the little corner section by the sphere they were getting they were going off the track to let people through and then getting back on the track and for some reason uh, that was well it was track limits but we didn't need to know that those lap times were deleted because they're like nearly two minute lap times but there you go track evolution here is massive it is huge the track is a dirty track there is stuff all over it and yes, as the cars go round and round and round, the track times get quicker and quicker and quicker. And the thing is, it's not like your typical track where over the weekend it gets quicker. Because basically, every night this track gets reset because it goes back to a normal road for the people of Las Vegas to use. So every night you have normal cars going on there, putting dirt and muck and oil all across the track. So every day the track uh, quality gets reset. So tomorrow we will start the race with a dirty track again, which I think is quite fun, really, and does add to the kind of chaos and unpredictability that this race is going to have. Um, but then uh, Q1 ends, and there are some surprising names knocked out here. Firstly, Yuki Tsunoda is the slowest of all, P20. The Alpha Tower has been having a good few races lately, and they may have race pace here. I think they do have race pace here. But qualifying just wasn't it. Especially for Yuki P20. Uh, more shockingly, Oscar Piastri is 19th. Joe 18th. Ocon in 17th. And Lando Norris P16. Both McLarens out in Q3. Now going into this, we knew that the McLaren struggled here. We saw that throughout the free practice sessions. But I think everyone was shocked by how much 
they struggled here. I expected them to at least make it into Q2. Both guys out in uh, Q1. Big shocker here. Archon, yet again, really has not been able to connect that Alpha not, not the Alpha Terry, sorry, the uh, Alpine just in one lap. Gasly, on the other hand, did a fantastic job uh, today. Joe as well. See, that is quite shocking as well. There are a few teams, such as the Alpine and the Alpha Tauri, when one driver did very well, another driver did very badly. I said Alpha Tauri there, I meant Alpha Romeo. Uh, around the track, though, Ocon and Verstappen were having a little battle at one point, both, both of them just getting in each other's way. I don't think we'll see any penalties for this one, but... Um, just a bit of an interesting one that these two are battling. I mean, there is definitely no love lost in their relationship. Um, but, yeah, yes, they, they can't keep their hands off each other. Into Q2 now. And Charles Leclerc is on it. He does one of the most incredible laps I think we've seen all season in Q2. Uh, and it puts him on uh, first position by seven tenths of a second from Max Verstappen. Carlos Sainz would come along and set a time to split uh, Verstappen and uh, Leclerc, but that time was incredible. And now, with three minutes to go, we see all 15 drivers remaining in the session out on the track on brand new softs, but then we see Sergio Perez pit. Now, initially I thought, wow, there must be an issue with the car, there must be something wrong, because only a fool would pit now in a track like this, which we know the track of evolution is huge, we know no time is really safe, and you know, Perez I think was like 6th, 5th or 6th at the time, so he definitely was not safe. It turns out there was no car issue, and I just don't understand why they pitted him, because they left Max out. Max was third, and they left him out, but Perez lower down, they thought, ah, he'll be fine. I... Honestly, I have no idea what Red Bull were doing here. Um, you know, if people want to feed into the the conspiracy theory of oh, the drivers get treated differently, this is definitely something they'll be pointing to because this was such a foolish mistake. And it cost him because he was out. So Ricardo was 15th, Stroll 14th, Hulkenberg only good enough for 13th. That was quite surprising to me. I thought he'd be much better here. Uh, Perez was 12th. And then another shocker in Q2 was Lewis Hamilton out uh, P11, which meant as we go into Q3, Lewis Hamilton wasn't in it. Sergio Perez wasn't in it. Nico Hulkenberg, he's been great in qualifying. He wasn't in it. Fernando Norris, he wasn't in it. Oscar Piastri, he wasn't in Q3 either. Do you know who was in Q3? Logan Sargent. He had an incredible day today. He just consistently put in really, really good lap times, got him in through into Q3. And after the first laps of Q3, this was your top 10. So Bottas, Sargent and Albon all hadn't set a time. They were going for one lap only. Magnussen was 7th, Gasly 6th, Russell 5th, Alonso in 4th, and it was Verstappen in 3rd by 0.083, Sainz was 2nd by 0.022, and then Charles Leclerc was 1st on provisional pole. Now then, everyone goes for their final laps, some of which are their only laps, and it was quite strange here, because as I said, the track evolution was huge, but for some people on this last, last lap, I don't know if it was them making mistakes or what, but they seemed to struggle, especially through Sector 1. It did get a bit colder towards the end of Q3, 
and that saw people struggle a little bit, not really getting the time they needed out of, Q, out of Sector 1. Max Verstappen gave up on his lap. He knew it wasn't fast enough, so he just gave up. But after everyone had set a lap time, this is our top 10. So Alonso could only settle for 10th. I expected him to do far, far, far better than that, especially considering in 9th is Kevin Magnussen. 8th for Bottas, 7th Logan Sargent, 6th for Albon, Gasly, incredible, P5, George Russell is 4th, Max Verstappen 3rd, 2nd Carlos Sainz by 0.044, then Charles Leclerc on pole position. I mean, the number one thing, the number one story coming out of all of this really is the heartbreak for Carlos Sainz. Of course, he has that 10-place grid penalty. There was nothing he could do about getting that. You know, the accident that happened in FP1, the track betrayed him, if you want to say it like that, uh, destroyed the car. He had to take new components. Because he took new components, he gets a penalty. It's not fair, but it's the rules. And that's really, really uh, sucks for him there because, you know... Science has been great this year. Uh, I don't think he has been as consistent as Leclerc, especially in the second half. I think Leclerc had a shaky first half of the year, but in the second half he's been very consistent. There's been moments in the second half of this year, though, where Science has been far better than Charles Leclerc, and I think this weekend he was on a par with him. And I think we could have seen, going in tomorrow, a freeway battle for the win of this race between the Ferraris and Max Verstappen. But Science will start this race from P12 which really, really sucks for him uh, there. But, you know, we have a lot of guys who are out of place in this race. We have a lot of guys who have penalties. Sergio Perez will probably get a penalty for the uh, impeding. Lance Stroll has got a penalty. He might be getting a second penalty as well for uh, another yellow flag incident in Q1. So you have guys like Alonso who are out of place. Lewis Hamilton's out of place. The McLarens, I don't know if they're out of place or not. Maybe that's where their pace truly is. I think Yuki Tsunoda will make some big gains as well. But yeah, tomorrow on the front row we'll have Charles Leclerc and Max Verstappen, which is always exciting. George Russell and Pierre Gasly complete the second row. The third row is a Williams lockout of Albon and Sargent. So that's fantastic. Then you'll have Bottas and Magnussen, and then Alonso will be there as well. So there's a lot of exciting stuff going into tomorrow's race. I am re—I for one am really hyped for it. I think we're going to have a really, really good one. So. That is something to be excited about. Let me know what you thought of this qualifying session in the comments. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow to talk all things the race, so make sure you subscribe for that. Until then, though, have a good one. I'll see you next time, and goodbye.